I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 389 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, it is NFL opening day, and I have got just a tremendous guest to bring you guys today. Jim Kelly is a legendary NFL Hall of Fame quarterback who led the Buffalo Bills to four consecutive Super Bowls. He is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. The Bills retired his number 12, and he played his entire NFL career with the Buffalo Bills organization. Before playing for the Bills, Kelly tore up the USFL, taking Rookie of the Year and also League MVP honors. Kelly is known for his toughness and took quite a beating uh, back when defenders were allowed to just crush quarterbacks, whereas today, if you just breathe heavily around them, you're going to get hit with a penalty. Uh, But Jim Kelly's toughness goes way beyond the gridiron. He has battled and beaten cancer three times. He's also had to deal with every parent's worst nightmare when he had to bury his son, Hunter, who died at the age of eight from an illness that he had since birth. If you've never seen Jim Kelly's Hall of Fame speech, you've got to go check it out on YouTube. Jim Kelly just continues to inspire millions of people around the world with his story, and it's a big honor for me to have a few minutes with him here on the podcast. Jim Kelly will be here in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And if you do enjoy today's interview with Jim Kelly and you want to hear from other NFL dads, please check out the archives of the show here and take a listen to the NFL Hall of Fame dads that I've interviewed, including Jim Kelly's favorite target, Andre Reid, as well as Terrell Davis, Kurt Warner, Ronnie Lott, Tim Brown, Andre Tippett, and so many others. I've also had the privilege of taking the podcast on the road and recording live at the last two Super Bowl media days, so you can check out my conversations about fatherhood with Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, Richard Sherman, and so many other guys, so go check out the archives of the show here. Tomorrow, we're going to close out what was just an extraordinary week of the podcast with a Frogman Friday. I'm going to have former Navy SEAL Rusty Nessner joining me on the show tomorrow. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out all the upcoming guest announcements. And if you guys are enjoying the show, please consider leaving me a rating or a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is that you enjoy listening to the show. And as always, please use that good old word of mouth and help me spread this word to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with legendary NFL Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Manscaped, and dads, 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control, but there is one thing that you can control, and that is shaving that area that made you a dad in the first place. My sponsors over at Manscaped.com are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premier electric trimmer that is waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology, so you never have to worry about scratching those love spuds while you're giving yourself a smooth shave. The Lawnmower 3.0 is included in the Perfect Package 3.0, and for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package kit, you're going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. And let me tell you something right now, guys. The Anti-Chafing Cooling Boxer Briefs are the best pair of drawers I've ever put on. So what are you waiting for? Visit Manscaped.com. Use my promo code FATHER. You're going to save 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's 20% off your order plus get free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code FATHER and get rid of those short hairs in your short pants today. Uh, Joining me now, First Class Father, Jim Kelly. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me, big man. 
All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have? How old are they? Well, I have uh, a daughter. My oldest daughter's 25. Uh, my son today, I mean, well, not today, but right now would be 23. He is now in heaven. Um, he passed away at the age of eight and a half years old with a rare genetic disease. And then I have a daughter who just turned 21. So all, all good, and uh, just continue to pray for him each and every day. Wow, incredible. Uh, what type of uh, sports or activities were the girls into growing up? Well, they, um, of course, they all love, you know, both my daughters love football. Of course, they don't play it, of course, but uh, they both play basketball. Um, my oldest daughter played up until she graduated from high school. She had over 1,000 points. Uh, She's very good. They won the state championship. Um, and then my youngest daughter played till probably ninth or 10th grade, and then she decided she didn't want to do that anymore. So, you know, you can only uh, push them so much, and then it's up to them to make that final decision. But uh, they're more um, – they're both um, really good athletes, so all good. Yeah, good stuff. And, Jim, if you could, just please take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Well, right now I, uh, I'm pretty much a motivational speaker. I travel the country talking to different organizations, uh, different companies, uh, Fortune 500 companies, uh, you name it. And uh, more so my talk is called A Journey of Perseverance. Um, and I'm not going to take time, too much time telling you about that because my journey has been a roller coaster ride ever since I was in high school. And uh, But the bottom line is um, – I am where I'm at now because of all the things I've been up, you know, up all the ups and downs from, you know, blowing my shoulder out my senior year in college uh, with that dream of taking care of mom and dad and my five brothers to uh, being drafted by the Buffalo Bills in the first round and then, you know, playing uh, for the Bills for 11 years, um, having three beautiful kids, uh, being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame on, my, on the first ballot, which, was, which is awesome. And then, of course, uh, having to battle cancer not once, not twice, but three times it came back on me. And uh, just trying to make a difference and being a difference maker for all those families, all those people, all those kids out there that are going through cancer or whether just not having, you know, the, the life that they would want to make sure they never, ever give up. Yeah, Jim, you've had an incredibly inspiring life, and you continue to inspire, you know, hundreds of thousands of people all all around the world. And, and so all, through this crazy journey that you've had here, Jim, about how old were you when you first became a dad, and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Well, I became, let me see, uh, 1995 is when I had my first daughter, Erin, um, and uh, it, it was probably one of the happiest moments of my life because uh, – you know, I was a bachelor for, you know, 35, 36, 35 years, and um, I um, have a beautiful wife, which I've been married almost uh, 24 years, unfortunately. Well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, because we have a beautiful daughter who is awesome. Um, we um, had a, a, a child before we were married um, out of wedlock, and, uh, of course, we're both Christians now. We know that uh, uh, we both changed a lot to, to be able to – get where we're at now and uh, the things that we made. But uh, that was not a mistake because of uh, our daughter, how we raised her, and just loving kids. I've had a football camp for kids for 33 years up here in Buffalo. Um, this is the first year that I wasn't able to do it because of the, um, the pandemic that we're all going through right now. Um, and 
I have a foundation that I set up thirty, also 34 years that we've given over $5 million to local charities for kids uh, to make sure that uh, we give them a better tomorrow for what we do to help them today. So um, I've always wanted kids. I came from a family of six boys, and I've loved kids. I've had, Like I said, I've had that football camp for many years and just enjoying life. Yeah, awesome, Jim. And uh, obviously – you had the unfortunate situation where you had to uh, bury your son, Hunter. It's the father of parents' worst nightmare, and I obviously watched you speak about it at your Hall of Fame induction. What, what were some of the challenges for you as a dad uh, to your girls while you were dealing with the illness and the, uh, and the death of Hunter? Well, you know, to make sure that they kept a positive attitude, um, they were young. Erin, uh, I guess, was the oldest, um, and she always um you know had that great uh attitude uh she all of her baby dolls had a feeding tube all of her baby dolls had an oxygen mask um she just thought that was the norm and as hunter got older she got older she started realizing the battle hunter was having and she was almost like a little nurse which was awesome so i really didn't have to do too much um i was on the road a lot so i was still working for espn and nbc when i first got out of um after i first retired um and but i've been very very blessed to have an unbelievable wife who was there every day with my son and an unbelievable mother-in-law who gave up her lifelong job to be able to come and help out so uh, i've i've been blessed to have you know family support around me while i was able to do my things and you know there's so much more that goes into and as a matter of fact we're working on a major motion picture now we teamed up with the Pro Football Hall of Fame on coming out with a movie um, about mine and my wife's life. And uh, as a matter of fact, hopefully it will be released sometime in probably 2022. Uh, we're working on it right now. The script is almost done. But it's going to hopefully uh, be able to let families know that we all go through tough times in our life. But it's the attitude that you have and never giving up, persevere through it, and surround yourself with good quality people. So, um it's, it's just part of our life, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I look forward to that. No doubt that will have a major impact on so many people. Now, do, do they have the guy picked out who's playing uh, Jim Kelly yet, or is it Chris Pratt? Who do you got so far? Wow, how'd you, how'd you hear that? <laughs> no, it's not. we don't know who it's going to be, to be honest with you. Yeah, that would be probably a good one. He's a Christian. He's a great actor, as everybody knows. Uh, but we have not uh, got to that point yet. The script is pretty much almost 95% done right now. And then that's our next move is getting a director and producer. And we're team, as I said, we teamed up with, uh, you know, the Pro Football Hall of Fame to do this. So uh, we're all in this together. Yeah, good stuff. And, and Jim, what, uh, what type of disciplinarian were you as a dad with the kids growing up? And is it different than the discipline style that you had growing up? Oh, yeah, totally different. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, well, you know, I grew up in a family of, you know, six boys. I have five brothers. And my dad was a military man. And, he was very strict. If um, your curfew was at 10, if it was two, three minutes after, you were starting to worry. Um, when dinner was at 5 o'clock, you better be there at 5 o'clock or you weren't eating. Um, yeah, he was uh, – but you know what? That, that's the way life was back in the day. Nowadays, uh, you know what? Um, yeah, disappearing to a certain point, they understand when daddy speaks, they listen. They don't always agree. But that's, that's part of being a father, and you always tell them, that, hey, guys, when you have your own kids, and I'm sure every parent out there has used this phrase, when you have your, when you have your own kids, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And I've already had nephews that I've tried to you know, tell uh, different things, and then 
as they got older and as they matured and got into, you know, uh, 20, 21, and 22, and as they continue to go, wow, Uncle Jim, I wish I would have listened to you. Hello. <laughs> well, my daughters, you know what? I've been very blessed. And the only thing I've always taught them is um, to surround yourself with good people. And uh, my old phrase I use at football camp is, you are who you hang with. Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. And your future's not very bright if you hang out with the wrong kids. So try to pick them. And you know, as parents, you try to do your best, but you never know. Kids will be kids. Teenagers will be teenagers, especially in the life that we live now with all this social media stuff. It just drives me nuts. And I understand it's part of it. But also, it, it, it can be a plus, and it can be a negative. And uh, I just uh, try to teach them right values. I have a good, they have a good mother and uh, that tries to keep them understand uh, the meaning of life. It all starts with the good Lord and what uh, what God is planning for all of our lives and uh, just to live a good quality life. Yeah, well said, Jim. And I, I have four kids myself, and I have my, my youngest is my only girl. She's six now, and I already dread, uh, you know, the future here when she gets eligible to hit that dating scene. You've already been there and done that. So um, you, you, what, what kind of advice or how did you kind of handle it when your daughters became eligible to start dating? Today's episode is being brought to you by Mellon. Mellon has designed a hat in collaboration with Navy SEAL Jeff Nichols and the Lone Survivor Foundation. This united hat is designed to bring us together as a nation, as a global community, and as neighbors. It is designed to inspire hope in one another and to work together towards positive outcomes. This united hat stands for getting things back on track and working together to get us there. United we stand. The Lone Survivor Foundation will be donating $10 for every Mellon United hat sold. The Lone Survivor Foundation provides a no-cost post-traumatic program to help U.S. service members, veterans, and their families recover from combat trauma. Visit Mellon or tap the link in today's show notes and rock your United Mellon hat today. United, we stand. What, what kind of advice or how did you kind of handle it when your daughters became eligible to start dating? Well, I told me I couldn't date till they were 17, so that was that was something. Um, my oldest daughter, uh, who is 25 now, has been married almost two years, and thank God she married a, a, a kid that also is a good uh, Christian kid, um, good values. They love to hunt, which is a huge plus for me because I'm a big outdoorsman. I like to hunt, fish. Um, I like I like sports, and he was a baseball player. He was drafted by the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, he also went to Liberty University. And then I have a, my youngest daughter is 21 and she does not have a boyfriend yet. So, uh, that's still young in the process. And, uh, but, uh, you know how that all goes. Uh, when she decides who it is, uh, she will come in front of daddy and daddy will make sure that, uh, he knows exactly the way, way I'm, I'm looking at it. So, I mean, that's the way all fathers are. I mean, especially with their girls. You pray, uh, every day that, uh, they find the right person that, uh, that is what, you know, number one, that has the faith and uh, has God in his life, and then you just hope he's a good kid. Yeah, very well said, Jim. And I'm somebody that keeps God first in my life. We're a family that, that prays every night together, eats dinner every night together. So uh, yep. I, I, lo- I love the fact that you keep the Lord first. Now, I, I, I'm just kind of curious, Jim, as you were going through, um, you know, the, the the entire thing that you had to go through with Hunter and then having to battle cancer a, 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 multiple times, how did you – did that shake your faith at all? How did your faith come into your life at, at, at those moments uh, when, when it seemed so dark? 
Well, as that, this is a long story, and I'll try to keep it real quick. Um, bottom line is, uh, at at the beginning, I when my son was diagnosed, I was one of those guys that um, went total opposite. Uh, my my wife seeked the Lord, I ran. Um, I was mad. I was frustrated. Why would you, you know, put me through all these things in my life? Uh, you know, the, the, you know, from the start, you know, losing four Super Bowls in a row. I mean, not just over my career, but in a row. And then you give me a son who was born with a fatal genetic disease. I was mad. And uh, my wife totally went the opposite. She went to seek the Lord, and I ran. And uh, it, it took me a little while to understand um why I needed God in my life, and and then after a while I get it, and I wish I would have done it sooner. But you know what, the old phrase, uh, you know, it's God's perfect timing, and the timing, you know, I wish would have been sooner, but it wasn't. It taught me who I am, um, living through my son. Um, he taught me toughness, really, the way I saw him live. And I also, the bottom line is, I needed to change my life. I was not a really good husband. And this is all part of the movie. It's in my wife's book that uh, is a New York Times bestseller. And those are things that you learn over time. And I did through all this that, uh, you know what, I need to change my life. And I did. And I am so better off now because of it. And then, of course, getting hit with cancer three times, I could have easily said, you know, God, why? And I already went through all that. And I know the reason I'm still here now and all the things that I went through. I understand why. God put me through all that. It's to put me where I'm at today, and that's being able to make a difference for others out there, whether it's, you know, they're battling cancer as a kid, as an adult, whether they're not having a, a you know, a good life, whether their marriage is, is not going the way they want it, or young kids won't give up on life. And there's so many things I understand that why I have to go through all this, and uh, but I, I get it now, and uh, I thank God for it. Incredible stuff, Jim. And thank God for people like you because uh, your words, your story, your impact is tremendous on so many people that that are going through what you've been there and done that. So, uh, you know, thank God we have you here. And and switching gears real quick, Jim, uh, you know, uh, a struggle for a lot of dads, a lot of parents out here, especially when it comes to football and young kids playing contact sports. It's a tough decision for a lot of parents right now, especially with all the uncertainty surrounding concussions and, and head injuries and stuff. So uh, what, what would you say is a good age or a safe age for young kids to start playing contact football? Probably around 10 years old. Um, of course, this is I'm speaking because I, I've seen a lot. And you know what? The National Football League, everybody is doing their part in making sure that helmets are as uh, safe as you possibly can get. It's part of life. It's part of, yeah, it's a chance you take as a parent allowing your kid to do that. But if my son was here, if that's what he wanted to do, I would let him. And it would be different if, like, the National Football League and Roger Goodell wasn't doing their part in making sure this sport is safe. All other sports, I mean, yeah, of course, it's like most things. Uh, You're not going to hear about the other sports and how, you know, how many concussions they have, whether it's cheerleading, whether, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, basketball. I know they don't get as much as far as head injuries as football does, but you know what? It's part of life, and I would, you know, if my son wanted to do that, I would let him do it. So it's up to each each, uh, parent to see what his son wants, what, what kind of athlete he is, but Bottom line, keep them in sports, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, hockey. Make sure that they have sports because that's where they develop the the thing of um, togetherness, uh, teamwork. 
being able to find good friends that are willing to keep their, you know, their body in the condition that they need to have them in. So whatever it is, keep them involved in that. Because when kids are bored, when kids don't have anything to do, that's when they get in trouble. That's when they find the wrong people to hang with. And those are things that I always, always make sure that my daughters uh, are, you know, into the right things and doing the right things and surrounding themselves with good quality people. So, uh, and again, once they leave the house, then you just pray that they, they listen to you. And not all of them do. And that's just part of life. Yeah, right on with that, Jim. And I know that the coronavirus just put a lot of uh, kink in everybody that does what you do as far as motivational speaking and all that. Do you have what's coming up next for you here, Jim? Do you have any kind of scheduled uh, um, speaking events or anything uh, coming up soon? Oh, I got a lot. Uh, a lot of them are going to be virtual. A lot of them got postponed, some till next year, some till this fall, and not sure whether they were going to be virtual, whether they were going to be able to have to do it again. So, yeah, I do a lot. Of, I'm on Cameo now. Uh, my wife told me about eight months ago about it, and I didn't want to. I go, Mom, I'm not ready for this yet because <laughs> I still wasn't feeling real good because I did my third bottle of cancer, which was my most uh, aggressive one was 2018, so I'm just getting over all that stuff now, but I'm on Cameo now, and hopefully, and I understand that the things I say make a difference in people's lives, and that's what I'm doing, and um, I enjoy it, but when I travel the country, I try to speak to people uh, from my heart, and a lot of good things, too, so like I said, my talk is called A Journey of Perseverance, that we all go through tough times in our life, but it's your attitude you have, and uh, being able to make a difference. And my saying is, make a difference today for someone who's fighting for their tomorrow. And that, to me, is probably one of the greatest things I've ever came up with as far as for me personally to be able to make a difference, whether it's a, you know, an adult going through something or whether it's a kid fighting, you know, cancer. Um, you always want to be a difference maker. Yeah, great stuff, Jimmy. I'm going to include the link to the cameo in the description of this podcast episode so the dad that listen here uh, can tap the link and get over there and check it out. And the last thing I want to hit you with here, Jim, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Love every moment. The old thing, the old saying was, uh, love them now, have fun with them because they grow up quick, and you know, sooner or later they're gone. Boy, I'll tell you what, everybody that told me, I'm like, yeah, okay. Now my kids are out of the house for, uh, what do they call that? Uh, um, empty nester. Empty nester. I'm an empty nester now. <laughs> to a certain point because all the COVID stuff. My one daughter, she's a senior now at Liberty University, and uh, she does a lot of it online now. But, you know, bottom line is enjoy your time with your kids. Teach them the right values. Um, a lot of times um, I wish that I would have had a son around for, you know, his life to teach him all the things that my father uh, taught his six boys, but you know what? You get you got to be tough on them. There's no doubt about it. And you can't you can spoil them only to a certain point. You want to make sure that they understand that uh, in this life you have to work for it, and when you work for it, you earn it. And all of a sudden, that becomes more precious uh, to not only yourself uh, but to your parents that look and see that you're working to 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 make what you got, and not be giving it stuff all the time. So. Enjoy your life as as a, a parent. Have fun, but make sure you know that your kids, and the old saying is, you know, you are who you hang with, so make sure you know who your kids are around.
Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has really been an honor for me. I got to say, uh, Jim Kelly, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. You got it, Alec. You have a good one. God bless you. And uh, enjoy your life with your kids also. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Jim Kelly for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was such an honor. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. Tomorrow we're going to close out what was just a great week of First Class Fatherhood with a special Frogman Friday edition of the podcast. Former Navy SEAL Rusty Nestner will be my guest on tomorrow's show. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out all the upcoming guest announcements. I got some great dads headed your way. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Tall as a tree, but it's all feeling.